0: The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, December 2nd, here to discuss our Week 13 NFL Player Props. And joining me this week in sub of my usual co-hosts, you guys know him on the Tennis Gambling Podcast, WNBA Gambling Podcast, NBA, NFL, the man does it all. It's Scott Studio, Reichel. Scott, what's going on, my man?
1: Nothing much. Good to be back. Looking forward to going through the NFL twice with you, actually, today. We have the PropCast as well as the afternoon games. Should be fun. Looking forward to it.
0: Yep, 100%. Um, I know On a little tease to our afternoon ones. I think we finally got some pretty good games uh, for the afternoon schedule here on week 13. But we'll get into that In the NFL gambling podcast, on that, so definitely look out for that. But we're here to discuss our uh, Week 13 player props. Uh, We can start with the maybe the Thursday night football game last night. Scott, any takeaways from that game, Um, and how did your betting turn out for that game?
1: Overall, betting was not too great. I had Nick Folk uh, over one and a half field goals made. And he was short on a 48-yarder, which was, you know, not something I anticipated going in. Uh, Wasn't tipped. Snap was fine. It turns out that he just put his foot down on the ground before he hit the ball. And I guess that took off a couple of yards of power. That kind of sums up how it went. Uh, On the bright side, though, my DFS lineup that I gave out on the uh, Thursday Night Football NFL show uh, I turned $7 into $12. So, you know, don't want to spend it all at once, but depending yeah. on what bar you go to, that's five happy hour shots.
0: There you go. Now that uh, DraftKings go. didn't put you on a payment plan for that, did they?
1: Oh, uh, no, they did not, unfortunately. Okay. But right. I have been limited, but for other reasons. That was not because of my DFS success. They don't call <laughs> me the mincash king for nothing, you know? <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah, uh, Thursday Night Football, it was, yeah, it was okay. I, my player props didn't do really well. Uh, I had a good night in the NBA, but... um. Yeah, Bills get the victory, a much-needed victory in the division over the Patriots. Um, And, you know, they move on um, trying to hold on to the lead, I guess, in that AFC East division. But a couple big matchups. I know your Jets are in action in Minnesota. And then we have uh, the Dolphins in San Francisco. So, yeah, definitely some good matchups this week for the AFC East. Um, Scott, let's just get into our player props here, my man. Uh, I'll let you lead it off here first. What do you got for your first player prop?
1: All right, so for the first one, you actually just mentioned uh, my Jets, so I'm actually going to go to a play on there, and it's going to involve Jets quarterback Mike White, and I'm going to take him over uh, two fifty and a half passing yards. Uh, currently available at minus one fifteen. First of all, shopping around's a great price. I found minus one fifteen for two fifty and a half. Another book has two fifty nine, has two fifty nine and a half. Wow! So you're saving nine yards, no questions asked, which I'll gladly take. But we saw Thursday Night Football. Mac Jones, uh, not too good. Can we, can we say that? 100%. He went for 382 against this Minnesota defense on Thanksgiving. So I'm not exactly sold in this Minnesota secondary. According to DVOA, this defense really isn't very good. I, I do think that you're going to end up seeing the Jets try to air it out. Uh, Michael Carter got injured, so they don't exactly have many running backs available. They tried to use Knight a little bit last week, which was okay, hit or miss. But you still have Garrett Wilson, who's very good. Even Elijah Moore kind of came back to life there. He yeah. looked pretty good last week. Mm-hmm. But the Jets running the ball have really not been great. I think that Mike White, after going for 300 and change last start against Chicago, they're going to be playing in a dome. So weather's not a factor. But once again, 382 to Mac Jones, like the same Mac Jones we saw yesterday. I think that's a hell of a deal. I'm going to take the over 250 and a half on Mike White.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, this offense looked completely different with uh, Mike White in the lineup and. And not even, you know, last week you talked about Mac Jones, but going back uh, at least over the last three weeks, all three quarterbacks went for 300 or more yards against the Vikings defense. And we're not even asking Mike White to throw for 300 yards. I I think he did throw that last week, I believe. Um, But yeah, you're right. Look, Elijah Moore came alive last week with Mike White at quarterback. Garrett Wilson had a great week. Um, And this Vikings defense – their pass defense at least has just not been very good. They're dead last in most of of the passing defense categories, dead last in opponent yards uh, allowed or passing yards allowed per game. They're at 276 um, per game, which, yeah, is dead last. And even like I mentioned, over the last three weeks, they've allowed 327 yards uh, through the air. That's 50 more yards than the next worst team, which is the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Yeah, I love this play. Mike White uh, over 250 and a half passing yards for Scott's first player prop. Um, For my first player prop, I'm going to go with something that's been working for me uh, all throughout this season as a quarterback prop. And that's been really fading the Washington Commanders uh, pass defense. And it's going to be Daniel Jones' longest completion over 33 and a half yards. And the Commanders have allowed a long completion of at least 40 yards to every quarterback this season, except for Aaron Rodgers. And I think that was the week where I think it was, I believe it was a Thursday night game. I'm not if I'm not mistaken. But they were just working through you know their offense and the receivers that Aaron Rodgers not connecting. But every other quarterback, including guys like Davis Mills, Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, all have gotten over this number of 33 and a half. In fact, all three of those quarterbacks and every other quarterbacks have thrown for 40 or more. Um, so, you know, for this offense, for the New York Giants, they have guys like Darius Slayton, Saquon Barkley, who have the ability, you know, to break one out here. So I'm going to continue back in this trend and fading this Washington Commanders pass defense, who's allowing those big plays. Daniel Jones, longest completion, over 33 and a half uh, yards here, Scott.
1: Yeah, well, it does seem like Washington's secondary, despite overall playing a lot better lately, they are susceptible to maybe biting a little bit too hard on play action. And with Barkley in the backfield, we know the Giants might take a shot or two. We saw Slayton catch a big pass there on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Yeah, I think Jones can connect for one for a deep pass. Yep.
0: Uh, all right, let's get over to your next player, probably What do you
1: got? All right, so for the second one, I'm going to go to the Steelers and Falcons game, and I'm going to go with George Pickens, and I'm going to take him over on the receiving yards. I see 46 and a half. I don't know if you see a lower number than that, but I'm going to take the over. Uh, We know that Pickens has really excelled ever since Pickett took over the starting quarterback job and Atlanta secondary has really been awful so far this season. And I do think that with Najee Harris battling an injury there, I know Snell was decent in relief, but I at least have Mm -hmm. to acknowledge that the Steelers run game might be a little bit compromised and Atlanta against the pass has been awful this season. Atlanta has allowed 255.6 passing yards per game, which is the fifth most in the league. I'm not saying Pickett's a great quarterback. I'm not saying he's a good quarterback, but I think he's good enough to potentially pick apart a really awful secondary. And Pickens has been very solid for the last couple of weeks, really ever since Pickett took over the starting job. I just think this line's too short for pretty much a number one wide receiver. I mean, you're looking at Deontay, who might technically count as the one on the depth chart, but it does seem like Pickens is his favorite target. And I do think that 46 and a half does seem a little bit short for yards there. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up Pickens' his last couple of games uh, just so I know how often he's gone over this number. Uh, sorry. Here.
0: Uh, he went over know. against the Colts. He had 57. <clears throat> Previous week against the Bengals, he had 83. Um, and then a couple weeks ago prior to that against the Dolphins, he had 61. And then the beginning of the season, had a game with the Bills of 83 yards and then also with the Jets, uh, 102 yards. So it's not like he's been a stranger to this, Scott. Um, and he's again, he's getting the targets as well, like you mentioned without uh, Kenny Pickett.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go with the over uh, for his yards there. I just think that at the end of the day, he's going to be Pickett's favorite target, and Atlanta's pretty decent against the run, pretty awful against the pass, Yeah, and you can get 46.5. It is a bit juiced, but still, I'll take it at – it's around minus 130, which I'll take. I know another book has 49.5. I mm-hmm. think I'll end up going for over 50, but I do think this line seems a bit short.
0: Yeah, definitely shop around. Uh, like Scott mentioned there, I see a 49.5. I mean, see a 50.5 out there. Um, some books do have a minus 114 VIG and a minus 115 VIG as well. So uh, George Pickens over 46.5 receiving yards against the Falcons this week, where, yeah, you're right, this Atlanta defense, um, you know, like Minnesota, has not been very good. They've been they've been good over the last three weeks, but you kind of take a look at who they've played. It hasn't been the greatest quarterback competition. And, you know, Kenny Pickens is getting better as, as the weeks kind of go along, and that's what you kind of need for these quarterbacks, especially rookies, just to kind of get more reps and more you know, gameplay at the professional level, just keep getting better. And I think that's, what's, uh, you know, been in the favor of Pickett and uh, George Pickens as well as both rookies. And like you mentioned, he has turned into a favorite target. Um, George Pickens has for Kenny Pickett. So yeah, I love that play. Um, All right. For my next player prop, I'm going to go over to maybe a more anticipated game. uh, The return of Deshaun Watson uh, this week for the Cleveland Browns going up against the Texans. And, I know I'm all sure the who props that.
1: I've, been, I've been looking for props on that game.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna kind of pull we'll pivot here. I think I know the big story of this game is okay. Deshaun Watson first game back, going up against his former team. That he's probably gonna want to stick it to them, and the Texas defense is want to get after him and take his head off. But at the end of the day, this rush defense for the Texans, it's just so bad. I'm not gonna repeat the numbers. Prop, uh also season. Long, long I've been fading this defense especially defense, defense. Oh, but if you take a look at the top rushing leaders this season the top five guys are Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley and Miles Sanders the Texans have faced four of those uh, five guys and they'll face Nick Chubb this week as being the fifth guy but those four other rush leaders have faced this Texans rush defense and I'll just quickly read off the numbers of what they've done Josh Jacobs 143 yards Derrick Henry, 219, Saquon Barkley, 152, and Miles Sanders, 93. Nick Chubb's number right now is listed at 94.5 uh, for this game, and he's faced this Texans uh, team in back-to-back season, so in 2020 and 2021. 2020, he went for 11 rushes for 95 yards. Sorry, last season, 11 for 95, and then the in 2020, 19 rush attempts for 126 yards. I know it's the first game back for Watson. Maybe, you know, we'll see a more conservative passing game where I think they can take advantage on the ground with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb here. I can't ignore this. Anything under 100, I think Nick Chubb has a big day against this Texas rush defense. I know they were pretty good last week, but that game was over at halftime. You saw the Dolphins game. It was 30 to nothing. But Nick Chubb over 94 and a half rushing yards here, Scott.
1: Yeah, I I saw the 94.5 as well as I was looking through it, but there's really no way for me to go against that. Houston's been awful against the run, and you're assuming that they're going to try to play a little bit safe with Watson, who hasn't played football professionally in over a year. So you're assuming that the play calling should be conservative. We also know that Houston, based on the first half alone against Miami, uh, not exactly a good team. In fact, they're probably the worst team in the league. So game flow should potentially dictate Cleveland being up by – Assuming they don't completely blow the game, but Cleveland should be winning in the second half. And you might assume that as a result, they're going to be kind of running it as much as possible to try to drain some clock. So,
0: yeah. Um, All right. Before we continue our player props here, uh, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor. That is going to be win. And if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, win bet is now live In Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with winning rewards on WinBet. If you're looking to get involved in a same-game parlay, WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build-Your-Own-Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. And WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to show so from, it. all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they you know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. To claim your free bet today. Offer something to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older. And present in a state where playthrough win bet is available. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right, Scott, let's keep it rolling here, my man. What do you got for your next player prop uh, for NFL week 13?
1: All right, so for starters, there were a couple of honorable mentions, which unfortunately don't have lines on them yet. I was going to take okay. McCaffrey over in receiving yards uh, because Elijah Mitchell is now out for two months and McCaffrey was a full participant in practice on Friday. So I was assuming that you're going to end up seeing a spot where McCaffrey is going to be on the field 80-something percent of the time. So I was looking for his receiving yards. Unfortunately, did not see that, so I'm going to have to pivot. But I am going to go to a bit of a revenge game here. And it's going to be in a matchup between the Eagles and the Titans. And I am going to go with A.J. Brown. I'm going to take him over on receiving yards. Uh, right now, I see 77 and a half. I'm just quickly checking to see if there's a better line out there. I know A.J. Brown's been a little bit quiet lately. He was a little bit sick last week. In fact, he ended up vomiting, and he blew an eye, he blew a blood vessel in his eye as a result. But he Jesus. played a lot better as the game went on. But I do think in this spot, Tennessee, we know, is very good against the run. And I do think as a result, you will see a lot of opportunities with one-on-one coverage against this shaky Tennessee secondary. Tennessee lost last week. We saw Higgins had a pretty good game there. Uh, But I think 77.5 for a guy in his first matchup against a former team that traded him. I feel like Philly might go out of their way to kind of get him some extra run here. But after a very awful first half last week, he kind of picked it up in the second half. He looked sharp. I just think Tennessee secondary is still not very good. And Tennessee is very good against the run. So I do think that even though they ran for 360-something yards last week, that's not going to happen again. And I think Tennessee is going to sell out against the run. I think Brown might have 100-plus yards, but I'll take him 77-and-a-half.
0: Yeah, I stacked this up at 74-and-a-half earlier uh, today, and maybe that number's on the move. I'm trying to see if it is I even saw an 80 and there, so... Uh, let's I see, see an
1: 80 let's around. See I see 80. a 77 and around. You got 74. It seems like this blinds going to keep climbing.
0: Yeah, it's going to keep climbing. And this is one of the props I also did have here. Yeah, it's up to 77 and a half now. But oh. yeah, you're right. Again, he hasn't had um, the greatest of weeks. Again, like you mentioned, he's been sick and in you know dealing with uh, that uh, illness, obviously. So coach, no. now you're going back um, to a team that traded you on draft night. Um, and I think, like you mentioned, they're going to f- try to force feed the ball to AJ Brown, and he's going to do his best to, you know, kind of stick it to a team that traded you away. So, yeah, no argument for me. I, I'm sure that you know Jalen Brown, his buddy. Oh, sorry, Jalen Brown, Jalen uh, Hurts uh, knows that um, he's going to want to stick it to him, and you know those guys had plenty of success throughout the season so far in their first year together. So, um, I think, yeah, AJ Brown. I, I think you're right. He'll get in the neighborhood of 100. So anything at Above uh, anything 77 and a half, 80 and a half, I don't care what the number is. I think it'll be a big week for A.J. Brown. Maybe, maybe look at some touchdown props for A.J. Brown here as well. Um, all right, for my last player prop, I will stick in that same. I'll go to the Tennessee side here uh, oh, with King. King over 84 and a half yards. This is a smash spot here for Henry. Like, you know, we talked about Eagles rush defense. Not been playing well despite them adding, uh, you know, Sue to that defensive line. And we've seen where that front office has been. They're not shy to making the move to improve the rush defense. But Eagles rush defense is allowing 4.7 yards per carry on the season. And they've allowed 85 or more rushing yards to the opposition in six out of the last seven weeks. I know a lot of that has been uh, by running back by committee for those teams that they've allowed those rushing yards. But we know that Derrick Henry gets 95% of the carries, if not 99% of the carries for the Tennessee Titans um, on their team. So I think he'll have plenty of success here. I think 84 and a half is a little bit conservative here for Derrick Henry. So I'm going to take the over on his rushing yards. 84 and a half here, Scott.
1: Yeah, it seems like a buy-low spot because his number was in the 90s for the last couple weeks, and Cincinnati was very good against the run. Historically, they have done very well against Henry in particular, so I do think it's a decent buy-low spot because the markets might be overreacting to how bad he was last week. And even with how bad he was last week, he still had the screen pass for like 70 yards.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right, let's get into some uh, touchdown props here. Anytime touchdown or first touch props, uh, what do you got this week?
1: So, I feel like we both are kind of seeing eye to eye on this one, but I at least am going to mention it. I'm going to go back to AJ Brown and I'm going to take him to score a touchdown anytime. Uh currently I see it available at around plus 130. I don't know if you see a better line than that, but that's kind of what I see for the most part. Uh, but I'm going to stick with plus 130. I just think that at the end of the day, Tennessee's going to have to sell out against the run or they're going to try to because of how dominant the eagles were against the packers running the ball i think you'll see a lot of one-on-one coverage and we know that in one-on-one coverage uh you're gonna have a bad time if you have to guard a.j brown with one guy so i think that a.j brown will be will get a little bit force-fed because of the revenge angle i mean we saw sirianni lose his mind because of the colts firing his mentor like a, like earlier this year which mm-hmm. doesn't really have any straight connection to the eagles but we saw sirianni take it personally i think he's gonna try to set up a good spot here for a.j brown to either have a touchdown 100 yards, maybe both. But plus 130 yeah. against a secondary that's not great, and against a defense that's very good against the run, I think there should be a lot, a lot of opportunities for him. I'll take A.J. Brown plus 130.
0: Yeah, I like it. I have that one on my list as well. Uh, yeah, best number I do see is plus 130. You mentioned it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get a little exo- – well, not exotic here, but I'll get a little greedy. Two plus touchdowns for Nick Chubb against this Texans rush defense. That number is currently sitting at – Let's see here. Plus 310. Don't want to, I mean, minus 170 for any time touchdown. I don't think that's still something I want to give out. So two plus touchdowns for Nick Chubb. I 350. This... If... Okay, plus 350 then. Uh, let's go with the better number there uh, for Nick Chubb to get two or more touchdowns against the Texans. Again, I just think that he's going to run all over them. And even he can also have a pass catching touchdown um, uh, for the Browns offense there. So I like that. Um, and then I, I think you're right. You know, when you talked about uh Mike White and Elijah Moore, maybe finding something there, or just purely having a better quarterback out there. Um, I, I think that Elijah Moore at 50 anytime, I think that's probably worth a little bit of a spring puller if you want to throw Garrett Wilson in that conversation as well, plus 165. So, a couple options there, at least for the Jets side. You have any thoughts on Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore?
1: Yeah, I just think they're going to have good games. Uh, We saw Minnesota's defense once again get torched uh, by Mac Jones. I know they have extra prep time uh, because they played on Thursday, but the secondary is really not great. I think Mike White should have a pretty good game here, and if that's going to be the case, then you're looking at the two main wide receivers probably having good games as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right, before we wrap it up, let's get into a best bet uh, for the player props that we gave out here. Scott, I'll let you lead it off here. What's your best bet?
1: So I was actually potentially going to go rogue and take another play uh, that I actually didn't give out as my best bet or as another touchdown score. But I am going to throw it out there anyway. I like Aaron Jones to score a touchdown this week. I'm okay. um, trying to figure out what the best price is. I see minus 120, uh, but let me just see if I could find anything better. I think it probably will be my best bet uh, If I, now that I actually think about it. I see 120. I'm going to take it. Uh, you're looking at Aaron Jones' last couple of games against Chicago and his stat lines are actually really, really funny. So to go through it, he's had one receiving touchdown in each of the last three meetings against Chicago. Mm -hmm. He's had one rushing touchdown in three of the last four games. So in each of the last two, he's had two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. He also had two rushing touchdowns a couple meetings ago. So I don't know about you, but Rodgers is supposed to play. Maybe it's Jordan Love. I don't really care. Chicago's defense is the worst in the league. I don't think it's close, and now Eddie Jackson's out for the year as well, who was their best remaining defensive player. I think Green Bay is just going to score a bunch of points, and even though they lost to the Eagles, they still scored 30, Like they moved the ball well. I think that when you're looking at the Packers, you can really pick whoever you want because they're going to have a lot of touchdowns. Aaron Jones minus 120 for a guy who historically has really torched Chicago's defense. I think it's a hell of a deal. I'm going to take Aaron Jones minus 120 anytime touchdown.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you mentioned it. Three of the last four games, he has a rushing touchdown. Three straight games, he's had a receiving touchdown. Um, and even the receiving numbers are there for him as well. He's had at least 30 or more in the last four meetings against the Bears. So I think when Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, I own you, I think Aaron Jones needs to be part of that conversation as mm-hmm. well uh, against the Bears. Um, so, yeah, definitely love that. Um, you know, you, we, we touched on it. I think we both like this here. I think it's going to be a big A.J. Brown week. Um I, I'm going to go with that as my best bet. AJ Brown, I got a 74 and a half, but like I mentioned, anything, I mean, any number, I, I think they're just going to have a big week. Right now, currently seeing at 77 and a half, you know, Scott mentioned it. I agree with him. There could be a touchdown or it could be a week where he has hundred plus uh, receiving yards against his former team. So I can't pass that up at so over 77 and a half is the official number updated number right now uh, for AJ Brown. Uh, So my best bet this week, A.J. Brown over 77 and a half receiving yards against his former team, the Tennessee Titans. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the PropCast NFL Week 13. Scott, anything else you want to get off your chest, my man, before we get out of here?
1: No, I love the afternoon game so much that we're actually going to talk about him in about five minutes.
0: Yeah, Uh, so definitely look out for that pod as well. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for this PropCast we we'll back next Thursday, as usual, to break down the player props for the Thursday night football game. Of course, uh, we have NBA as well, so look out for those uh, prop betting shows. All right, good luck with your bets this week. Let's break these books off and let it ride.